Welcome to Thoughts to Ponder, and I believe we really have a good thought to ponder today. I hope this will ex excite you and bless you and encourage you also, Lord. I have with me today uh, Valerie Riley, and she, we're going to be discussion, discussing abortion, and uh, particularly because of what's happening right now with the Supreme Court and everything with the vote coming up in, in June. We just really thought it'd be fun, to, not fun, but to get together and to perhaps reach other women that have gone through this same situation and how God has really brought her through to a new place. Valerie, uh, would you share your experience, dear? Yes, thank you, Dottie. So, yes, yeah, so I um, did have an abortion when I was in my um, teens, like around 18, 19 years old. Um, what led me to that abortion, I believe, really was um, just being a victim of sexual abuse from a family member when I was younger. Uh, I just, from the sexual abuse, that led to just shame and guilt and being promiscuous and just so desperate and so desperate for a guy, so whatever it was going to take to get a guy and keep a guy I was willing to do. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that led to an unwanted pregnancy when I was a teenager. Yeah. And he obviously wanted nothing to do with it. So, um, I did get the abortion. It was in Philadelphia at the time, the clinic, the ladies there, they were very, kind they were supportive they just were all about empowering me as a woman just do this it's a mistake everybody makes mistakes just go about your life be a better person yeah what's the big problem right yeah. uh just go about your life be you know be better yeah. so i was looking for the validation i was looking for the support because I knew it was wrong. You know it's wrong. Yeah. You're just looking for that validation. Because it is legal, because it is accepted, I gravitated towards people like that that well, would support me. Of course. I can understand that. Right. Yeah. Which made it difficult because I did grow up in a Christian home, went to a non-denominational church, and... My parents at the time, when I made the, I didn't let them know until I made the appointment. My mom was adopted, so she was pro-life her whole life. Mm -hmm. I heard about pro-life my whole life. And I knew it was wrong. So I, I went to the appointment. They uh, had to do the heartbeat. At the time, there was a heartbeat bill or whatever it was called, but they were required to make me hear the heartbeat. Mm. I was about nine to 10 weeks into my pregnancy. And when she, she did tell me she had to do this, it was a law. When she did play it, she just spoke over it. I didn't really hear the heartbeat. I don't even know if that would have made a difference. I was so, you know, selfish at the time. I was so just driven that I made a mistake I need to be better and just as soon as this is done I can just move on with my life just that get was rid of it. Yeah. right yeah hmm. um so 
So of course I'm in recovery and this lady's sitting next to me and she says, how many have, how many have you had so far? And I said, just this one. And she said, this is my third. Mm. And I just vowed I would never do this again. So I start, you know, wanting to be a better person. And of course, I now am trying to get my life in order. And I start dating this guy. And turns out he ended up being a bad guy. But in the beginning, like, they all are great, you know. But I end up getting married very young. He was my boss. He was significantly older than I am. Well, before I got married, we were living together. And I find out I'm pregnant again. So I had said, I'm not getting an abortion. And he said, okay, let's get married. So we got married. So, of course, I was making it right. Right? right. I was That's I was right. redeeming myself. That's right. You were redeeming yourself. You were validating now. Uh, you really was, had right? validation. That's right. So we, uh, we get married. Uh, I end up having my first son, Joey. During the pregnancy, I would have dreams or thoughts that he was going to be deformed. Mm. He, there was going to be something wrong. Oh, that's sad. So when he came out beautiful and perfect, <laughs> which I'm sure he would say that's how he is now at yeah. 24. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he, um, I was just so overwhelmed with gratitude that he was so healthy. I didn't deserve a healthy baby. And they said that it was called baby blues. It's normal. And I got over it. You know, uh, my husband started to become more successful. Uh, we started raising, you know, Joey uh, in a Catholic home. My husband at the time was Catholic. I converted to Catholicism. And he so Part of the process of converting to Catholicism is you have to go through, as an adult, you have to go through catechism. So I went right. through the classes. Uh-huh. So the night before I, or the next step before Holy Communion is confession. Mm-hmm. So I confess. And I'm sobbing. And I mean sobbing to this priest confessing this abortion. And the priest said, I, this is a sin I can't forgive. Yeah, and wow. I won. What did you do with that, Val? Oh, I was just, well, of course, I went to my husband. My husband wanted to grab the priest by the throat, as usual. But he, you know, he said, don't worry about it. I was a mess. I was just destroyed at the time. But, you know, it was a blessing because if that priest would have forgiven me there, I would have never continued to search for forgiveness later, right? Wow, you're right. Absolutely so, right. Right. So God knew. God knew. So, um, well, I guess like any, my my husband's like, don't you know, you don't tell the truth when you're confessing. <laughs> so I didn't know the rules at the time. <laughs> I wasn't in the know. But anyway, so moving on. Um, <laughs> That's so um, our second child, I we wanted to plan it. So it was a planned pregnancy. Uh, we 
find out we're pregnant and they tell me the due date. Well, the due date was about the time I was supposed to have the first, the, the aborted baby. Oh boy. So I, it kind of put me in a tailspin. So this was with my second son. So Peter is born in October. And I have postpartum depression terrible. Oh, that's an awful thing. Oh, so awful. Yeah, I didn't really feed him. No. I didn't really bother with him too much. Oh, God bless you, honey. So my husband continued to be successful in what he was doing. So we hired a nanny. The first nanny was uh, a college student. She gave me a book on religion because I was just searching. I was searching for something. I was searching for peace. Yes, I because can see I that. I lived in this perpetual state of just shame and guilt, uh, and uh, I wanted validation, and I I wanted peace, and I wanted forgiveness, and I wanted love. I yes, I taught I yes. was taught it as a child, right? Yes. Oh, so. Man. Anyway, so I was really heading down the path of being a Buddhist. I didn't want to give up Jesus because I did know that Jesus was my savior. You know, I just didn't want to follow all the rules. I didn't want to get to that point of confessing what I had done mm -hmm. because I was making a better life. I was better. I was doing better. You know, well, you, you really wanted someone to validate that you were a good person now. Right. Yeah, it's like, you know, if I could just stop here a minute, it makes me think of the tree of good and evil. You ate from the tree of evil with the abortion. Now you're going to eat from the other side, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> and the stupid tree is both sides are bad. Right, right. Yeah, he, he, he cuts the act of that root of the tree of knowledge of good and evil at Calvary to give us the tree of back, the tree of life. And that's what you address later. And it's so exciting. Go ahead, honey, with you. So, yes, yeah, so I you know, was still going through the postpartum. The first nanny didn't really work out. The second one we end up hiring, her name was Dory Reed. Uh, she was just this beautiful young girl, college student. I solely superficially hired her because her eyebrows were perfect. <laughs> uh, honestly. <laughs> um, I, you know, who cares if you're good with kids? How do you do your eyebrows? Right. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, but she was going to Messiah, and she was going to Calvary Chapel, Philadelphia. And every time she showed up for work, I would ask her, well, what did you learn about at church? And what did you learn about at Bible study? And she would share. So the one trip we go on, were, uh, it was just her and I with the boys. My, ex my husband didn't go at the time. And we were visiting my grandfather, who happened to be atheist. My whole fam, my father, and that whole family is atheist. So, uh, and they're talking, and they're having this great theological discussion. And I started to get jealous of her because I'm thinking I believe everything that she believes, but why isn't he believing me? Why is he believing her? Wow. But the difference was is that she was living it, ah. right? Yeah. So there was just authority in what she was saying. Mm. There was, you know, so, and I was getting a little jealous, but, uh, 
but the Lord knew like that was just part of it, you know? So we come back from Florida and I, there was this movie coming out called the passion. Oh yes. I remember that. Ooh, it was so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So I had asked her, can you come with me? Mm-hmm. And she said, yes. And so she had asked, do you have a Bible in the house? And I said, yes, I had a Catholic Bible at the time. Um, And she took it home. Later on, she'll tell me that her and her family prayed over the Bible. But she took it home. She came back and she said, okay, I want you to read Psalms. And I want you to read the the gospel so that when you're watching the movie, you'll know that nothing is Hollywood. It's just. For what it is. Really, really, the way it was. Thank you. That's good. Honey. Yeah. So, and I do everything backwards. <laughs> so, I started reading Psalms, Psalm 150, <laughs> and go backwards. Mm-hmm. I get to Psalm 27, and Psalm 27, verse 10 says, Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. And that just shook me because I truly felt my whole life being abused as a young child by a family member. I felt abandoned. I felt unprotected. I felt, um, excuse me. I felt just this, uh, vulnerability, right? So this verse just slapped me in the face that my own mother and father, they weren't there they for They weren't there Did they for know me. about it? They did, yeah. Oh. Um, eventually they did. did. But, but yeah. not at the time. Not at the time. Yeah. So um, so that just grabbed a hold of me. And I just was like, I just understood what that meant, you know. And so I'm sharing it with my husband at the time. And him being Catholic was adamant that I don't have any power of authority to believe the Bible. You need a priest to interpret the Bible. And we would have these huge arguments, whatever. So we go see the passion. He, you know, he's always gone uh, out of town, away for work. So it's always just me and me and the, and Dory. And Dory. And she's just ministering to me. This poor <laughs> she girl. She's the poor thing. Yeah. Oh, and here I am married with children. And she's just this, not just a college student, but she's this young college student, inexperienced yeah. in a lot. But because she was doing the Lord's work, I was just relying on her for everything, you know. So, so then we get to a point, I, we, we go to the movie, obviously that just changed my life forever, but, um, it wasn't until a few months later, her and I were sitting at the kitchen table and I just couldn't get past the abortion. Mm. And I kept saying, you know, well... You know, there's a place that I just don't let Jesus in, you know? And um, so she, finally, I just got to a point where I was asking this this unborn, this aborted baby for forgiveness. And, you know, she had just said, you know, Christ died for, for that abortion. He knew you were going to have that abortion before you 
you were even pregnant. Yes, you know, that's that true. life, that, that's true. that life was already born. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Jesus already took care of that for yes, you. And so we get to another point where I am just in tears and I finally get this rush of water running over me and I hear the scripture later. Well, so I hear this voice saying to me, you know, um, can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she had born? But even if it were so, I would never forget you. See, I have written your name on the palm of my hands. And that's Isaiah 49, verse 15. And that, so I am just, I hear that and I'm thinking she's talking to me, telling me that. And she just was sitting there watching me cry. It was this whole, it was Jesus saying this to me, you know? And, and so I, (coughs) excuse me, I was just filled with just forgiveness and grace. And I didn't really have to look for that justification or validation from the world anymore. You know? Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 When Jesus moves and the Holy Mm. Spirit moves, you just know the difference, don't you? Oh, yeah. Now, um, when I, so when I first got saved, um, I still had, I still had the thought that I was pro-life though, that even though I was forgiven, it's still okay to, to have an abortion as long as you ask for forgiveness. Oh. And it wasn't later, and we'll discuss that other journey later. Okay. But uh, that's where, a big journey, honey. That's a very... oh, where the Lord literally transformed my mind. That, that is I what, am pro-life. That's what we really need to talk about next. Yeah. 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 Well, oh, I hate to leave everybody off here, but I think we we have done a the work God wants us to do today. <laughs> and I just want to thank you so much, Valerie. It's just a, just a precious, precious sister. And, and I agree with you. That little one is far, far advanced spiritually <laughs> than you or I as he continues to live in the Lord because God knew him before he's, even before he was here on earth. Or if it was a little girl, who knows? Yeah. It is, It'll be a sweet reunion. Not one of no, sadness. No, no. But of redemption yes, and, and we, just yeah. glory. Yeah, it sure God. will yeah. be, Valerie. Well, until again, my dear, uh, thanks for coming. Thank you. And we'll talk later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.